And I remember like thinking to myself, like, what are you saying? Shh, shh, stop. No, no, don't stop. Don't say anymore. <laughs> and like, it was out at that point. It was already done. Welcome to Well Shit. It really is that simple. I'm Claire. And I'm Serena. On this podcast, we help you to understand about your 12 universal needs, why they are currently not being well met, how to meet them in ways that work for you, and how to consistently do so in quick, easy, and simple ways that fit seamlessly into your life. We'll also help you to understand how doing so will have a positive ripple effect in literally every area of your life. If you like what you hear, come and join the conversation in our Facebook group. And enjoy the show. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, everyone. So today is part three in our little mini series on getting to know us. So obviously we shared in the first episode uh, in this series, we shared about a little bit about me and my journey and how I got here. Uh, in the last episode um, on this series, part two, we shared a little bit about Serena and her journey. And today we're doing both of us. So this is like how um, this work has really changed, influenced, helped, supported our friendship. Um, like I am, con- I continually am amazed at how this work supports our friendship in ways I didn't even think was possible or I didn't realize would be a thing. Um, and there was, I remember last year we were we were talking, we were talking about friendship in general. And you said something to me and I was like, oh, I'm not sure that's true. Okay. Um, do you want to share what it was that you said? Yeah, absolutely. I, I've, I've said it before. I, I've learned to rephrase it since then. <laughs> but I said I didn't know how to do friendship until I met you. You taught me how to do friendship. Yeah. And I was like, entirely sure that I agree with that and I think that the the difference is is that I taught you obviously how to meet your own needs um I know how to meet my needs and together we have through that because we both know how to meet our own needs we've figured out how to do friendship in a way that honors both my needs and your needs so it's like I care about doing this friendship in a way that meets your needs but doesn't compromise mine and vice versa. And I think that if you haven't had that experience, and the thing again is like, you can you can do that in the context of needs. Like, yeah, self-care, massages, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Eating, drinking, the right things, movement, da, 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 all the things that people think about when it turn, when it comes to needs. But when you really understand, like let's let's look at the the breakdown of the of the universal needs tree. And if you haven't uh, haven't already um, listened to it, go back and listen to episode three, I think it is, where we break down what the different um, sections of the tree are. But just for just for for speed's sake right now, like looking at the obviously the roots of the tree are our foundation, uh, are our survival needs. The trunk of the tree is our intrinsic needs, and they're the needs that relate to our internal well-being. You've got the branches, which are the expansive needs, and you've got the leaves and the fruit, which are the enriching needs. The key section when it comes to friendships and relationships are the trunk of the tree, the intrinsic needs. And if you don't understand those intrinsic needs, 
and you don't understand how to meet them in ways that are supportive of you and of your relationships that's the that's the the, the turning point um in my experience when it comes to friendships and that was the thing is that I was aware of my intrinsic needs and I was aware of your intrinsic needs. I also didn't take responsibility for your intrinsic needs because they're your needs, but I made sure that I wasn't going to do things in ways that negatively impacted them. And I think that was that was the thing that was missing from what it was that you said that I was like, can we tweak that ever so slightly? <laughs> like, I'm not sure that's exactly how I would phrase it. Um, but that's certainly been my experience. Has that been, has that been yours? Absolutely. It, it all comes down to me meeting my own needs, you meeting your own needs, and us respecting the fact that our needs may be different. Mm-hmm. So we have to find a way that works together for both of us. It's right. not it's not selfish. 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 Yeah. Selfish. <laughs> it's not selfless, which is what I feel most friendships, they there's an aspect. It's kind of, mm-hmm. it's that sliding scale of, oh, I do for you, you do for me. And it it is that. Mm-hmm. But we have to meet our own needs. And until I really experienced what that was and have somebody being like the accountability of it. Right. I mean, I can't I can't pull bullshit on Claire anymore <laughs> because she's a, no, What do you mean anymore? Yeah, ever, really. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just kind of like how I got it you know, at the beginning. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um but yeah, no, it's the accountability of like Mm, something seems a little off and I mean she can she can dive into exactly what the need is sometimes it's like a hey why don't we do this knowing that it would help support me but not doing it for me like allowing me to have the empowerment of doing it for myself allowing me to know that I could like I didn't Mm -hmm. need Claire to meet my needs Mm -mm. it took me a long time to realize I didn't need her for me to meet my own needs Right. In fact, one of one of the most beautiful moments in our friendship, which is going to sound really, really weird to a lot of people listening right now. <laughs> Not that that, I mean, there's a lot of things that would sound weird about our friendship and the things that we've experienced. Um, and, and that is that there was a moment where Serena once told me, like she she knows that she can meet her own needs which means that she doesn't need anybody and she she needs connection she needs relationships but she's not dependent on any one person and in she and in the context of it she was like she was like I'd, I'd even be okay if like if our friendship ever dissolved or like went or like like I'd be okay and I was like yes yes you would be okay and that's the point and then because of that there's this kind of liberation freedom around our friendship that it's not that there's not this oh, like I'm reaching across like, oh my god I can't ever lose you this is really funny looking at this on the screen like, like no don't go like I can't lose you no um, but th- th- I mean, which which I've had in friendships in the past. I've had friendships like that where I'm like, oh, I cannot let them go because otherwise all my needs are going to... Obviously, I didn't, know that, I didn't consciously know that that's because they were meeting my needs, but I'm like, I couldn't live without them kind of thing. And that's so unhealthy because there's such dependency in that. And then the other thing that I think that was that's interesting is that we're both aware that our relationship has needs, that our friendship has needs. And we both take responsibility for meeting the needs of the friendship. Like we're not, I'm not taking responsibility even for meeting Serena's needs and Serena isn't taking responsibility for my needs, but we're both aware that the friendship is an entity of itself. And we're both responsible for taking care of that relationship. And that requires 
effort and consideration and respect and care and love and time and energy and all these things that create that healthy relationship and I think because we're aware of that it is that it's that that helps us to we're both putting energy into the relationship without pouring energy into each other because we think the other one needs us um and wouldn't be okay without us if that makes sense does that make sense i think it makes, it makes sense to me <laughs> <laughs> well that's good that's a good 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 starting point um so I, I mean i know that when we talk about friendship and the the friendship that we have and how important it is how close it is that one of the things that you always speak uh, you always mention is transparency um do you want to speak a little bit about that Absolutely. The transparency that we have within our friendship allows us both to be authentically us. Like Claire shows up as Claire, I show up as Serena, and together we make magic because we are being us. Mm Where we come we come with a full cup. So we're just splashing in the in the cup. We're not trying to like source from the bottom and Mm she's not trying to meet my needs for me. I'm not trying to meet her needs for her. And just being clear on where we're at has been, I mean, it's been such a profound transformation in friendship in general for Mm -hmm. me, but specifically for this one to be like, hey, this is where I'm at today. I know we had X, Y, Z planned and Mm. yeah. It's just not there. And I think that I think that one of the reasons that people are afraid of transparency in relationships is because they're dependent on. Okay, let me speak for myself. For a long time, I was dependent on my friendships, on my relationships, on my family for getting my needs met. So my fear was if I'm transparent with this person and they don't like what I'm saying or it doesn't work for them, that it's going to affect the relationship and that's going to affect the needs. Now, obviously, I, did, I wasn't consciously aware of it. I wasn't like, hey, I'm like 20 years old. Like, I don't want to be transparent right now because this person may change and it may not get my needs met. I didn't even know needs were a thing at that point in my life. But like looking back now, I can go, oh, that's why I couldn't be transparent because I cared what they thought because they were the source of getting a lot of my needs met. And now I know how to meet my own needs. That fear has melted away because I know if they don't like what I'm saying, it's not going to affect my needs being met because I'm taking care of that. So so even with Serena, and there are times still, I mean, I, I think that people think that we have this sunshine and rainbows life and friendship and everything's always perfect and beautiful and like we'll share in a minute about the fact that's not always the case um but i can be a hot mess at times <laughs> i mean you we can like we can, yeah, both, we can be. both be a hot like, mess we, we've all we've both been there on numerous occasions and continue to go because that's part of the human experience mm-hmm. but i think that um that people think that it's it's always easy for us and it's easier because we've built that foundation of trust and because we know our needs are well met and there are still times where i i i mean literally in the last 24 48 hours there have been times when i've there, there are things i've said to serena i'm like i know she's not necessarily gonna like what i'm saying right now and i'm not afraid one of that damaging the relationship because I know that that that's how we are with each other and that honesty is what brings us closer. Um, it's funny because one of the things that people always say they want in relationships and friendships, especially intimate relationships, is like, uh, what's your number one thing you want in relationships? And most people will say honesty. honesty. 
And whenever anyone says that, my first response is, really? Do you really want, is that the most important thing that for you to have honesty, like honesty across the board? Because most people can't handle honesty across the board because honesty, because of the dependency impacts the needs. Whereas actually, I really do want honesty across the board. Like if there's something un- uncomfortable that Serena wants to share with me, I want to hear it. Mm-hmm. And I might not necessarily like it. I might not necessarily enjoy the experience of it, but I know where she's at. I know what she thinks. I know how she feels. She knows what where I'm at, what I think, what I feel. We know because we've done this for long enough now, we'll always figure it out. We will find a way. And we know if we if we don't find a way and things like we end up going our own separate ways, we'll both be fine. That's that that's something that as we said. But we know, I mean, I trust, I I would be amazed if there was anything that could either one of us could say that we couldn't figure out because we've been through this process so many times now, where I'm like, yeah, okay. I know we'll figure it out and I know I have the resources to figure it out because my needs are met. I know you have the resources to figure it out because you've got your needs met. We come full and we're like, okay, what do we need to do to figure this out? And that's what we do. And that is an experience that I think very few people have because of that solidity in their own needs is missing. And that dependency... I didn't realize I was dependent on other people in relationships for a long time. And then I was like, oh my God, like if my boyfriend didn't like what I was doing or what I was wearing, or if somebody else judged my music tastes or like the things that I was, um, the things I was doing in my life, what I did for, for a living, it impacted me. And I'm like, why does it impact me? Because what they think matters, because I'm seeing my value through their eyes, not from myself. Or I'm seeing um, that I only feel acknowledged by somebody else seeing me and celebrating me and telling me that I'm good at what I do, for example. I mean, there's so many different examples of this. And I didn't see it myself for a long time. And it's only when I've had this experience where it's like, oh no, I don't, it doesn't matter what Serena thinks. Obviously I value her perspective on things and I trust her perspective. So I, I wanna hear it. And if she and I disagree, I know that it's not going to take out our friendship because I know that she, I could do something that she's like, it's not what I do, but I have your back mm-hmm. and I trust you and I trust you to make the decision that's right for you and I'm still going to support you. And even if I don't necessarily agree with you. Um, and it, and those there are layers to that. I mean, there are, I think one of the things that's been beautiful in the last couple of years is that we have been able to be honest with each other about some really, really difficult and uncomfortable things. Um, there are things that, if as long as Serena is not affecting, it, my, my two things, if it's not hurting herself and it's not hurting anybody else, you've got my backing, even if I don't agree with what you're doing. And if you are harming yourself or you are harming somebody else, I'm gonna call you out on that. And there have been times where both of us, both directions, mm-hmm when we've been doing work on understanding our white privilege or understanding uh able-bodied privilege or a cisgender privilege or uh straight privilege or all these things and if you if you don't understand what i'm talking about when i talk about these things go back and look at episode number five where we talk about interconnectedness and equity um, because that will help to kind of flesh this out a little bit make help it make a bit more sense but i know there have been times where i've said to serena hey that thing that's not okay and and she, because she trusts me and because we built this connection and this relationship, she's like, wow, that sucks. 
and thank you because I don't want to do anything that's going to cause harm to another person. And that's been really, that's been so powerful to experience and witness. Yeah, absolutely. The transparency of learning about yourself. Like, Mm. I want to be in friendship with the person, not the facade, not the creation, not the show. And if Claire does something that I don't, you know, I have to hold her accountable on or, she, or vice versa. Mm-hmm. That's a learning. That that makes you learn more about yourself. That's where change happens. And I always say, like, if you're uncomfortable, that's when change is happening. Right. And we don't mind in friendship going to that uncomfortable mm-hmm. place. There's a part that, for lack of a better word, I don't want to say I, I almost invite, like, Mm-hmm. Please, please tell me so that I can. Right. Sometimes you just don't get it at first. And I had to say one of um, the situations in our friendship that was really a turning point for us had to do with transparency in a tough moment after, you know, a day long celebration. I really just kind of, I mean, I. You Sorry for up. yeah, I screwed up. <laughs> thank you for the replacement. I'm really I mean I mentioned in other episodes I'm trying to really be mindful of the words that come out of my mouth. Um so we can uh navigate a non-explicit <laughs> podcast, podcast content. Right? Um and that's how much I swear that I have to be this mindful. But yeah, no, I screwed up. In most friendships, it was something small enough. Mm-hmm. That could have just been, she could have been like, all right, well, you know, that sucks. Fine, sweep under the carpet. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. is this really worth doing? And it really bothered her. And we sat. And in the most inopportune time in our evening, we had this, like, out just pouring of transparency, emotion, Mm -hmm. of feeling. And our friendship in that moment changed. So profoundly. (laughs) It grew stronger Mm -hmm. because I knew where she was at. And I was able to not only realize I had messed up, I was able to take the opportunity to not just fix it, but to go above and to really show the care that I realized I messed up and to go that extra mile to be like, this isn't going to happen again. I'm going to show you Mm -hmm. that it's not going to happen again. Mm -hmm. But if she hadn't been transparent with me, I would have been like, oh, okay, yeah, like, I, I guess, yeah, that was kind of a sucky thing I did, but she obviously, she obviously didn't care. Mm-hmm. Right, and it was, and it's interesting because actually, this is such a great example because it was in the middle of, um, just for just for sharing with the viewers, um, I celebrate every year on October 12th um, that I am still alive. And uh, if you've seen the episode on my story, you will have heard me share about getting reversed over by a truck on the beach. That happened on October 12th. And so every year on October 12th, I celebrate that I'm still here because literally six inches in any direction, I wouldn't still be here right now if that truck. And actually the thing I didn't share in that story was that the reason the truck stopped where it did before it did any really serious damage was because the truck driver had to get out to move something that was in his way in order to navigate, uh, in order to maneuver the, the truck around. If that hadn't happened, I wouldn't be sitting here right now. And And so every year on October 12th, we celebrate that I'm still alive. Now, this was probably about 6 a.m. Yeah. 
yeah, 5.36 a.m. Having been out since the day before. So, and we'd had an amazing day. We'd had some incredible experiences. We had created some magic for ourselves, for other people. We'd had such a beautiful experience. And there was a part of me still, I'm human. There was a part of me in that moment that I'm like, I don't want to ruin this day by sharing this. Uh, Maybe I should hold it and share it another time, but then I would have been carrying the energy of that upset. Uh, And I remember thinking, I don't want to ruin this day of celebration by being transparent about the icky stuff. And I finally went, Claire, what are you talking about? Like, this is you and Serena, of course you're going to be transparent with her. And I shared it. It would have been so easy to not do that. And the thing was, is it's not only did she apologize, as she said, she recognized which needs of mine, because she knew the needs. She knew which needs she had inadvertently impacted of mine. The other thing is she knows I would have been fine. I would have been able to re-meet those needs myself. I didn't need her to do anything about it. I could have gone and, and, and replenished those needs myself. But because she got that, what meant ha- ended up happening was not only did she get that, she then knew which needs she wanted to additionally support. And it became, uh, we always talk about the, the well, Serena always talks <laughs> about the sprinkles on the Sunday. Like the Sunday, the ice cream is the you your needs that you're meeting yourself. And then the, um, the, uh, the sauce and the whipped cream, and especially the sprinkles are things if other people choose to meet your needs. You don't need it for the Sunday to be good. Like the sprinkles are the the bit on the top. Like if you've got your ice cream and your sauce and your whipped cream and whatever else it is that you want in that Sunday, your Sunday's still good Sunday. It's still gonna taste delicious. The sprinkles just come, they just add that little extra. And that's what that was. Um, But in in the context of our relationship and in terms of the friendship, in terms of my needs, those sprinkles were just the bit on the top because I knew I could have taken care of myself. In terms of the friendship though, it was one of the core needs of the friendship for us to show care and respect and to honor each other and to not negatively impact each other. And so while, an individual need, at an individual level, it was actually just something that was a bonus. From our friendship level, that was what brought us close and it's what made us stronger. And that night, from that point on, took a turn to be, I mean, if you can think like the most magical day can take a turn at 6 a.m. to become <laughs> even more magical, mm-hmm. like what what transpired after was only possible because everything was clean and yeah. clear. And it wasn't because even if Claire hadn't said anything, I would have sensed it and been like, yeah. something feels like, I wonder if she's mad at me. And I did kind of screw up, but no, no, no. She didn't make a big deal. Well, maybe about she's tired. It. Like yeah. it's late. We've been out a long time. But it was identifying exactly what the problem was, exactly mm-hmm. what was present while it was present so yeah. we could deal with it and we didn't carry it on and now we look back at it as a magical moment in our friendship yeah. when we got into like I mean both of us in tears at 6 a.m and I will say no alcohol like this wasn't an alcohol mm-hmm. charge situation I think at we all had, like two drinks all day or something like we had like throughout the entire the day entire of being day. out if, right. at noon and at four right so yeah is that weird that I know what those times are? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, when you open up the bar, close down. The bar. Right. And anyway, that's a story for a, a different uh, podcast. Right. But it it really, it's one of those moments where I'm like, yeah, like yes, yes, yes. And it's and it's one of these things that, and we're gonna we're gonna shift in a minute and start talking about the business side of things. Um, 
but this is true in both in personal and in business, is that those moments where someone screws up is always an opportunity. How that screw up, people screw up. Like we're all human. We're going to make mistakes. I've made mistakes. Serena's made, we're just talking about one of Serena's right now. I've made mistakes innumerable times as well. This is not a one-way thing. And the thing to remember is that it's how the mistake and the screw up is handled that defines what difference it makes to the relationship. If it's a personal relationship, if it's handled well, it builds more strength, more bond, more trust, more connection. If it's not handled well, that's when it's not the it's not the incident that causes the separation. It's how the incident is handled that causes the separation. Same is true in business. If like if you screw up as a business for your clients and um, you handle that screw up well, you can take a client who was like, yeah, this is this is a good business to, oh my God, you should you should see what they did to make up for what happened, blah, 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 blah. And it becomes this, oh my goodness moment. And they become this like raving fan who just tells everyone about how amazing you are. Or if you handle it badly, they'll be the ones telling everybody, do not go to that person. So it's like recognizing that we're all human and mistakes happen, but how we handle those mistakes and honor the needs of the relationship and the individuals is the thing that makes a difference. So like, I feel like now we want to kind of transition and start talking about the business side of things. And it was a very interesting story how we got into that. So we were having lunch, as Serena has mentioned on previous episodes, uh, outside the Key West Library. Um, most most Fridays when we have our, our kind of business day, um, we'll go and we'll grab um, sandwiches from our, one of our favorite delis and we'll go and eat somewhere. Sometimes we'll come here, sometimes we'll go out. This time we happen to go to the library. And we're sat there and we're talking about the business and we're talking about the needs and we're talking about the universal needs. And all of a sudden, like I found myself, I heard myself saying, like, I really think that you are meant to be a part of this business. I think that you're meant to work with me or um, we're meant to do this together. And when I say I heard myself say it, what I mean is there were two parts of my brain active at that point in time. There was the part that was, was, was saying the things it was saying. And there was another part going, this is your best friend. What the hell are you doing right now? Because business and friendship notoriously do not mix well. Like I do not know a single other example of people who have been friends, who have then gone into business where it hasn't caused some kind of difficulty rift, moved things apart, exploded things, imploded things. Um, and I remember like thinking to myself, like, what are you saying? Shh, shh, stop. No, no, don't stop. No. Don't say anymore. And like, it was out at that point. It was already done. But I remember thinking, I was panicked. There was a part of me that was panicking about like, oh my goodness, I could see us working together. I could see we would work well together. But I was really, really anxious about, we have such an amazing friendship and I didn't want to do anything that could potentially negatively impact that. And I could see that working in business together could have had that effect. I mean, what was your take? I mean, I, at first I was like, you, you want me to be a part of this? Cause I, I knew I wanted to be so to actually have that. And then I had a similar thought. I'm like, oh, working together. Like that's a different dynamic. Mm-hmm. Like friendship. Yeah, we got that. Right. I didn't necessarily think it could translate right. over. I mean, it was scary. It was scary thinking, oh, wow, I'm going to go in, I'm going to go into business with somebody. Like right. I'm. I'm usually the person who's like kind of facilitating things. So mm-hmm. to be like a partnership 
accountability, all of the things that go into what a business is. Right. It was exciting because I'm like, like this is the needs stuff. And right. then at the same time, it was so scary because I'm like, this is the needs work and this is our friendship. And oh, mm-hmm. shit, this is our friendship. And, mm-hmm. and in the needs work and oh, wow, that's a lot. And right. it's going to, you know how do we separate? How do we mm-hmm. make it work? How do we do friendship and business and yeah. make it feel like it's not, I I don't ever really feel like I'm working. Right. I mean, it just mm-hmm. because of of the needs, because right. it's, it was transparent from that point. And I think that's important to yeah. say, because you had that thought and within five minutes of you having that thought. I shared it. You shared it. Right. So I knew going in, like, this is something you created and you built in to invite me into that, knowing that I could, not knowing. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. honestly, not knowing yeah. how I would react within the business. Right. It, it started right there because I knew there was that apprehension. I knew mm-hmm. what need was like, right. oh, okay. And I went into it knowing that right. and really fostering that within our business and in our friendship, realizing like, yeah, it's all layered. And I think that's the thing is that because we, because of the friendship and because of how we do friendship, there was that transparency and there were boundaries. We knew how to put boundaries around, okay, we're in business mode right now mm-hmm. and we are in friendship mode right now. And sometimes the two will, the lines will blur and we're okay with that. And if we need the boundaries to be in place, we'll put them in place very solidly. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's interesting because I know a lot of people who are in business with friends. I have clients who have been in business with friends and on the outside, what they present to the world is this, yay, we're friends. It's my best friend and my business partner. It's so good and everything. And I know what the reality is behind the scenes. And so I didn't want that for myself and I didn't want that for us because the most important thing for me was our friendship and making sure that we honored and respected and and, and preserved that and grew that and that thrived. The business also very important to me, but I was like, if, if I'm gonna go one, if I'm gonna make a choice between the two, I'm gonna choose you as a friend, not as a business partner, because this is where it started and this is how we need to do it. And there was something intuitively that was saying, mm, I think this is, I think this could work. And it was really, and it's really interesting because knowing the needs of ourselves, knowing the needs of each other, like, cause obviously the needs are the same, like Serena's needs are the same as mine. How she meet them, meets them might be different, but our needs are the same. And knowing the needs of the business has meant that we've been able to support each other in business in ways that I've never experienced in any career, in any work, in any job, in any workplace. Because like if one of us doesn't have the, I mean, I can't tell you the amount of times that we have had a plan and we're like, we're going to do this on this day and here's what we're going to do. And then one or other of us has shown up and is like, I just I don't have it immediately or has shown up trying to have the capacity and the other one's like go take a nap like stop 
turn off the computer, go take a nap right now. And I remember, I think it was, I think the first time it was, was you that yeah. you weren't in a, in a great space. And I was like, whoa, we're not doing this right now. And you were like, wait, what? Like, but no, we, we said we were going to, and we have this to do. And you're like, it doesn't matter. Cause if we do this, when you're in this space, we're not going to get as much done. It's not going to be as good. Right. It's not going to be what it should be. Mm-hmm. And there have been many times where it's, a delayed start it's go take a nap and we come back in what we create and what we get done once the needs have been met and now it's at a spot where we both will look at each other and say yeah it's not, not happening, happening today, today. right <laughs> like, <laughs> literally like that's the words we use it's yeah. and and it's okay yeah and the thing is is that in there are moments where like one of us if, if one of us is in a good space, the other one, like if there is something outwardly that we need to do, like this sometimes happens with the Nourish Your Needs group, the free Facebook group that we have for um, for women um, and people who don't identify as men, is that if one of us doesn't have the capacity, the other one will knows what needs to get done and will step in and will handle things and encourage the other one to like go, you go take care of your needs right now, I've got this. And, and vice versa. And the, the, the pendulum swings. And like sometimes it's me that needs it. Sometimes it's Serena that needs it. And this balance between our individual needs as people and our personal needs and the business needs, because we're both aware of them, it has been amazing to be able to go, oh, no, Serena really has got this. Like I, I've had a lot of people who've supported me in business in different ways. And I'm going to be honest with you, 100% of them have dropped the ball. 100% of them have left me in the lurch at some point, not all the time, but there are times where I'm like, oh, like, and I'm in the hole. I'm like, oh, okay, I've got to pull myself out, build the capacity before I knew about needs. Like it would have been easier to do now because I know what needs to meet and how to meet them. But where it's like, okay, I've got to get this done. And this is, and Serena's the, the person who I don't have that with because also I know that she knows that I will support her with her needs. So it's not like I'm always asking from her. The business is supporting both of us and we are supporting the business. It's this kind of symbiotic relationship that is has, has been amazing. Absolutely. And it's it's also meeting our own needs within the business. Like there are days where I've actually been in a week where I just haven't had the capacity, time, there's other things going on. It's like, I really want to be a true support to our community. And it's like, I don't have the capacity to share energy or love or mm-hmm. to really put a post out there that is meaningful to me and I don't want to give lip service Mm -hmm. so what do I have the capacity for I have the capacity for an emoji Mm -hmm. I have the capacity for a like a love a care a gift a gift Mm -hmm. and that's okay Mm -hmm. and I can I can say to Claire you know like I'm in like a little weird space right now so I I want to be there more this is what I have Mm -hmm. and she might step in a little bit more or we might just let it naturally flow Mm -hmm. because her capacity isn't at the state where she can is give like, that extra. Can give that extra. Mm-hmm. And it's really knowing within us, within our friendship, within our business, it's okay. Right. And we're human. And that's okay. Right. Absolutely. And when we were talking about, you were talking about, uh, when we were talking about this before, you mentioned about the, the how it's been supportive with navigating like the amount of change, especially in like in a small business that's that's still, I mean, early in terms of our life cycle as a business, there's, there's been a lot of change, especially with the pandemic and everything. Mm-hmm. You want to speak to that a little bit? Oh, I don't even know where to begin with that. I mean, the amount of times we've, the amount of roads we've been on to get right 
literally get right here. Yeah. yeah. I'm right now today right in this now, moment recording this podcast. Right? Yes. The this you should have been you should have been privy to this long ago. Right. <laughs> and it was full steam ahead and mm-hmm. then it was a dead stop for yeah. situations that were out of our control and it didn't matter what desire we had to make it. Mm-hmm. We're like, "No, we want to we want to do the podcast. We want to get this going. We we know that we know this is needed. We know we have something to share." Right but it wasn't the right time. And, and that's happened so many times. There's been so many changes, right? Yeah. I mean, the different directions and the different things. Because we want we want to be giving what is needed. Mm-hmm. And that, the last two years, what is needed has completely changed. It's We'd start with, all right, we're going to plan out an entire year of programs. We're going to put every date in the calendar. And then March comes around when we're supposed to start. And it's like, yeah. You know nope. you, you know that calendar you thought you had? Uh-uh. Doesn't yeah. nope, not going to work. And then we changed it up and we started we're like, okay, we're in the midst of a pandemic. Things are different for people. What do people need? Connection because people are isolated. Mm-hmm. We started a dance party. Mm-hmm. And that was daily dance parties. Daily dance party. Mm-hmm. And that was part of our business because it was was what was feeding us. It was what was feeding our mm-hmm. community and it was really bringing a richness to what we were doing. Right. It wasn't part of the plan. Right. It really kind of, I mean, it, it sidestepped the business plan, mm-hmm. but it was what was needed. And and I think the key thing is because we were meeting our own needs, we were able to navigate with that change without it taking us out. Mm-hmm. Like it would have been like, are you kidding? We've just planned an entire year's worth of stuff. What, what on earth are we meant to do? Mm-hmm. And no, every time it was like, oh, okay, this is what we're doing now. And we were okay with that. It wasn't like, oh, I'm pretending I'm okay so that Serena doesn't worry about me. Or I'm like, I'm pretending I'm okay so Claire doesn't realize I don't have capacity for this right now. No, we were able to navigate those changes really amazingly. So there was another change that I think was an interesting one for the business um, and that our needs really played into. And that was, if anybody, anyone who knows me well, who knows that I have, I mean, has followed my business journey for the last 10 years, knows that quite often I will use my intuition and to determine where I go next in business, what I do next, what the next piece of content is, uh, what the next project is I work on. Um, I know that some people will totally relate to that and other people will be like, wait, what? You Sorry, you, you, you do your business how? Um, a little too woo for some. <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little different and that's, and that's okay. You don't, need to, um, you don't need to relate to it in order to understand what we're about mm-hmm. to share. But um, I remember not long after Serena and I had started working together that, um, well, actually there's, there's two kind of, there's two pieces to this. Um, the first time this came up was that um, when we had done a whole kind of business for the year plan, when we were doing the business for the year plan, Serena had a kind of sense that maybe that wasn't going to happen. But she didn't yet feel confident in being transparent about that because she didn't yet trust her intuition as well as probably I did even. I forgot um, about that to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I re- and I remember like, and then what happened was in March when everything switched, she was like, I had a sense this wasn't going to happen. I'm like, why didn't you say something? Like it would have been handy to know that at the time because my intuition wasn't telling me that, but hers was. And I remember not long after that, um, 
I think it was after that mm-hmm. was um, we were having a conversation about like the next steps on something. And um, I said that um, I, I wasn't kind of getting a clear sense intuitively, which path was going to be the one for us. And Serena said, oh, I'm going to get a sense we should do this. I was like, okay, great. We'll do that then. And like kind of moved on. And I remember like looking your face because we were on Zoom at the time. I remember your face like dropped and you looked like you were about to fall off your chair. That moment of like, wait, what? Um, Like, do you want to share like a little bit about like how you were feeling in that moment? Yeah, I mean, it was it was scary and it was an honor and it was it was all sorts of emotions mixed into that very moment because here's somebody who's developed their business over 10 years and they have allowed me to come into it and to be part of it but it had always kind of been driven by Claire she mm-hmm. was she was the person so i didn't i didn't know I mean, at that point, I honestly, I had just started my kind of deep dive into Mm -hmm. it. I honestly didn't know my worth. I didn't trust. I didn't trust my own intuition at that point. So to hear, like, you're going to trust me. Are you sure you wanted to? (laughs) Like, I made some questionable decisions. (laughs) Haven't we all? (laughs) But I think, but that's the thing is that when you come back to the needs part of it, because I knew how to meet my own needs, I wasn't afraid that following Serena's intuition would end up with my needs not being met because I knew how to meet them irrespective and what happened it worked out beautifully and we ended up exactly where we needed to be and the more that Serena learned to meet her own needs the more she trusted her intuition the more actually she could trust mine because she wasn't worried that if I kind of took us in a slightly unusual direction that her needs wouldn't get met so this kind of understanding how to meet our own needs allowed us to pivot and allowed us to follow and flow with what was coming up as it was coming up really quite easily I would say oh yeah and it it also fostered another level of transparency within our Mm. relationship in the business because you know sometimes sometimes things change sometimes things are off and it's like we get to a point and it's like oh well previously I would have been like oh well Claire's intuition said this I'm not gonna say anything like I'm it's not my place. It's mm-hmm. it's not really my business. I, I would have come up with a laundry list of reasons why I wouldn't have said something. Yeah. But now I feel that we can we have that transparency. It can be like, oh, wait, mm, something doesn't feel quite right to me. And we address it kind of like in our friendship. We take that what's present in that moment and we address it right there. So it's transparent. We're not carrying any of the off feelings the you know that kind of like "Mm, something doesn't feel right or kind of like the situation you just reminded of you know yeah it's and it is it is that being able to go okay this is what's present and the thing is that sometimes I mean, it happened just yesterday. We were doing a project with our needs menus and Serena was like, I kind of feel like we should do this. I'm like, oh my goodness. I was actually just thinking something similar. And so, and as soon as like both of us are feeling, okay, that's what we're going to do. Like, that's the thing we're going to do next. And it, it, it does help that the, the more transparent we are, the more those kind of things happen and the more trust we have in ourselves and each other in the business and in the direction that we're going and it just it builds and it builds and it builds and it builds and I think that kind of really kind of so brings this kind of full circle to the thing I really want to kind of share to finish which is that I 
did not believe it was possible for us being in business relationship with each other to strengthen and deepen and solidify our personal friendship more. I, I do not know, I literally don't know another set of people or couple of people who have been friends, gone into business and not have it move them apart in some way at some point, if not terminally. And that's, and that's quite frequently what seems to happen is like we're friends, great business. Like it, you know, I, I see that happening so much. I didn't, I, my, my best, my best I was hoping for was that going into business together wouldn't change our friendship. It wouldn't negatively impact our friendship. I'm so grateful that being in business together has changed our relationship because it is so much stronger. It is so much deeper. It is so much more profound uh, in ways that I, I mean, I, I could never have, I could never have imagined. I mean, mm-hmm. what, I mean, what's your experience been of that? I mean, really, it's, it still blows my mind sometimes mm-hmm. where it's, it's almost the same relationship, but they're two totally different relationships, yeah. which is really kind of, it's weird to say because business is business, friendship is friendship, but because it's all rooted in needs and knowing our individual needs and knowing the needs of the business, knowing the needs of the relationship and both being in that know. Mm-hmm. And both being committed to putting energy into those things mm-hmm. and to putting effort into those things. Like being committed to putting energy into our own needs, being committed to putting energy into our business relationship, being committed to, because it takes commitment to do that. It's not always easy to be transparent when it's challenging and when it's uncomfortable. It's not always pleasant to deal with the the tough stuff and the authenticity and the boundaries. Like that's not always easy. But we've both been committed to our friendship and to it being as good as it possibly can be. And we've been committed to our business and making our business as good as it possibly can be and committed to ourselves and making sure our needs are met as well as they possibly can be, which means that it's just grown and grown and grown and grown and grown and grown. And it's like, where's this where's this going? Like, where's it like, where are we going to end up? I mean, I'm kind of I'm kind of curious and fascinated to see what comes next because I didn't realize this was possible. And it's like, oh, we get to, oh, the business thing, that ticks off the friendship thing, the friendship, oh, that makes us stronger in business. And this makes us stronger in friendship. And it's it's kind of like infinity loop where each is feeding each other constantly. And because each is feeding each other, I'm kind of curious to see where we grow to next. We're taking over the world. <laughs> well, I mean, and it's, and, and the thing is that we, there's such a groundedness in, 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 we're both grounded in ourselves. We're rooted in ourselves and our own needs. Our friendship is very grounded and very real. And our business relationship is very grounded and very real. And it, it therefore feels solid. And I'm really, I'm really grateful for, I'm grateful I trusted that intuition in the library to go, hey, this sounds ridiculous, but <laughs> hey, do you want to come and join the business? Um, I'm gl- grateful for you for stepping in and I'm grateful for how you've shown up and how I've shown up and how we've shown up within the context of that. I am grateful too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could get all sappy about it, but it's it really, if I, if I wasn't living it, I wouldn't believe it, mm-hmm. but we are 
we are proof in friendship, in business, in self of what meeting your own needs and what knowing about needs, like truly knowing about yeah. needs can do to your life in every aspect and every asset of it. And I'm going to say something that you're about to fundamentally disagree with. Um, <laughs> on the surface, uh-huh. I'm about to say, what the thing that I wanted to say was, we're nothing special. I mean, of course we're special, we're amazing, we're valuable, and we have we like we know that. But we're not vastly different. We are human, we're real, we have our own lives, we have our own shit, we have the stuff, we have to deal with adulting the same way as everybody else does. So I don't want anyone listening to this and going, oh God, there's like oh my God, they aren't they so amazing? I wish I could be like that. If we can do it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Like I genuinely believe that this is something and I've seen it over and over again with other people who've gone through the needs work is that other people have done the same thing in their friendships. Other people have done the same thing in their businesses. Other things, people have done the same things with their families. And so this isn't about, oh my God, Clarence Serena is so amazing. Um, I mean, yes. Yes, and. and. Um, like, yeah. and but again, it's like when we, when we say that, like sometimes people like look at me sideways and I'm like, oh, that's not an ego thing. That's a value thing. I know my value. I'm not doing it to, I'm not better than anybody else. I'm just know my value. And same thing with Serena. And I know that we know our value in our friendship. This is not like this Claire and Serena are amazing show. This is a, we know how, we know that this is possible and we want to invite you to do this for yourselves. And we want you to encourage you to know that you could do this. Um, if you understand more about your needs and how to meet them and how that feeds in so beautifully to all of these different areas of your life. So I think that's it. Anything you want to add before we finish up? Uh, no, I mean, just the it, it really, it seems like listening to, even as we're in this live recording it, it's like, people are going to think this is bullshit. Right? <laughs> I mean, but it- Thank it, you for saying that. I yes. mean, really, because right. it, it, it sounds, it, it does, it sounds like, oh, okay. Impossible, fanciful, fanciful, fantasyful fantasyful it's like a fantasy or fanciful like i can't remember either one of the two it sounds sounds fallacy it sounds like it's unrealistic yeah i think that's the thing it doesn't seem like this is real life and what most people could believe is possible but it is possible and that's the thing like you have to remember it is possible right Absolutely. Right. So I think we're going to call it for today. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. If you like, we've said anything, you're like, oh, I'd like, like, how did you do that? Or can you tell us more about that? Send us messages um, via the website, theuniversalneeds.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, however you want to get into contact with us. Let us know um, what it is that you want to hear about. And we will share about that more on a future podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. Uh, Sending you lots of love. Stay safe and um, continue to meet your own needs. That's it for today. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and give us a written review as it will help more people find us. And remember, the kind of relationships you want really are possible when you know how to meet your own needs. Well, shit. It really is that simple.